Jonesy's Jukebox is brought to you by our title sponsor, the law offices of Sweet James Bergner. KLOS and KLOS HD1, Los Angeles. Now, the Sheriff of Rockingham. The pickpocket of Piccadilly. King Stephen of Lindblade. Steve Jones presents Jonesy's Jukebox. You're listening to Jonesy's Jukebox, KLOS. The time now is 12-11, uh, excuse me, I'm dyslexic. It is uh, a Thursday, and it, it's beautiful out. Um, I think the sun is uh, coming out. He's got his hat on. <clears throat> I, was, uh, I, I didn't mean to, but I spent the night in Malibu de Bum Bum. I was uh, on my way to uh, Air One in Calabasas, and I got a phone call from my buddy in Malibu. He said, what you doing? I said, I'm going to Air One. He said, why don't you come over? Why don't you come up and see me sometime? He said. And so I, I got rid of Air One and went over to uh, Malibu de Bum Bum, and we went in... Uh, Mr. Chow's and chowed down, and then I slept over, and and I come here this morning. It was overcast there. It was nice. It was cool, man. Even just now, it was cool, like seventy degrees. It's great. And here and here we are. And um, that was Rod Stewart. Every pitchy, sorry, not every pitchy. Every picture tells a story from a self-titled album. One of my favorite albums of all time comes under the, uh, you know, the Desert Island, if you if you will, albums, even though there's no electricity on De- Desert Island. That would be one of the albums that I would uh, put a needle with a cone and kind of twirl it with my finger and listen to it. Um, Ian Hunter, Once Bitten Twice Shy, live, I mean, not live, the long version of that track with the one and only Mick Ronson on the axe. And uh, bada boom, bada bing. Okay, so... Ronnie Biggs, the great train robber, would have been his birthday today. He would have been 90. He was born August 1929. Pardon. He, uh was involved with the Great Train Robbery, which was one of the biggest heists in England's history. In 1963, they got away with a a train full of money that was going to be burned. So it was unmarked. And uh, he didn't have a big job on it, um, uh, Ronnie. His job was to... He knew a train driver. And that was basically his job. And, And the train driver that he did get froze and didn't know how to to drive it so he was a complete waste of time but he was involved and he went to prison they caught they caught most of them eventually he went to prison for a few years and then he escaped and he went all round the world to to as a fugitive i think he uh, had a facelift 
funny enough, even though they didn't have facelifts back then, like he had his face changed a bit, plastic, you know. I guess they, they must have done some kind of cosmetic stuff back then when like people had accidents or, you know, they could they could fix you up a bit. So he does actually look like he's had a facelift if you see some pictures of him in the, you know, in his earlier years after the Great Train Rob. He went to Australia. He, he eluded the, the, the coppers there. And he ended up in Brazil, right? And there's a law in Brazil that if you're, if you're out there and you have a child, you have to support that child. And so he was legally, they got him out there in Brazil and then they could bring him back. So he was literally living in Brazil for like most of his his life, like, I don't know, 30 years or something like that. About 30 years. Yeah, yeah, I'm looking at it right now, Jonesy. It says 36 years. 36 years, and and, and no one could do anything about it because he did have a child. And then I know, and then this is where I come into the picture. The Sex Pistols broke up in uh, San Francisco. Our last show was The Winterland, January 1978, I believe it was, or 79. And we were meant to go to Brazil after we did that show but I decided I'd had enough and that was the end of the band so we was going to go there and do a show in Brazil and Ronnie Biggs was going to read poetry as the opening act so me Cookie and Malcolm McLaren and Julian Temple went on to Brazil and and continued filming what then was going to become the great rock and roll swindle, a Sex Pistol movie. So we we hung out with Ronnie Biggs. Me and Cookie used to see him a lot. He was a good guy, a lot of fun, and uh, decided to uh, write a song with him. And um, I wrote the tune. He wrote the words, and it and it actually became it came. I think it was like a, a, a double A side with Sid's My Way. Got to like number seven on the charts in England, and. Uh, this is it. No one is innocent. Jones's jukebox. This is for the late Ronnie Biggs's birthday today. Take it away, son. You're listening to Jones's jukebox on KLOS. <clears throat> Excuse me. That was Easy Top, Francine, from the album Rio Grand Mud. We had the Yardbirds. The train kept a rolling with Jeff Beck on guitar, recorded in 1965. Most of these songs, other than uh, ZZ Top, was dedicated to the late Ronnie Biggs, as as in The Train Kept A Rolling. Alice Cooper, No More Mr. Nice Guy, The Who, A Legal Matter, Roxy Music, from their first album, Virginia Plain, we are flying down to Rio. Just want to point that out there. Steve Miliband, Take the Money and Run. That's self-explanatory. Finnizzi, Jailbreak. The Saints, I'm Stranded. They were Australian. He went to Australia. The Rolling Stones, Silver Train. From the Goat's Head Soup album, Silver Train. Supergrass, Caught by the Fuzz. Yeah, baby. 
the fuzz, the term fuzz in America, they know what that means? Yeah. The old bill, the busies. And then we started off with Mr. Ronnie Biggs on vocal. No one is innocent. He wrote the words, I wrote the music. He would have been 90 today if he'd still be alive. He left prison 2013, I think. And he only lived about three or four years after that. He had a couple of strokes or he had a stroke and a heart attack. He was a mess. But I remember he was always craving to come back to England. Even though he was free in Brazil, he thought he was missing something in England. And he finally, they let him back there. But put him in jail. You know, amazing. Guy did nothing really. He was Like, like I said, his job was to get a train driver who couldn't drive a train. Oh, they're tough over there, man. The lime is the system. Okay, we're going to visit the Duke. When we come back, another hour of rock and roll. You're listening to Jonesy's Jukebox and KLOS. That was Deep Purple. Space trucking. And we had the Bonzo Dog Doodah Band. I'm the Urban Spaceman. I remember that song when I was about 12 years old and I have a vivid memory. I was in Richmond, somewhere near Richmond, Epsom or something, and I heard that song on the radio and I was with a couple of dudes and a couple of young birds and we were kind of like like skinhead still, kind of mod looking. But for some reason that there was like a minute that's ingrained in my head and it was a summer, and school was out. And that song, and that image of me walking around, it's, it's bizarre what you remember. There's a lot I don't remember, but for some reason, that song. Funny enough, that song, it's from uh, 1968. It was produced, get this, by Paul McCartney, under an alias name, Apollo... Vermont. Is that right? Apollo C. Vermouth. Oh, man. That's an excellent name. I've got to do a skit on Instagram with that name. Apollo C. Vermouth. At your service. The song reached number five in the UK single charts. It was their first successful single. There were some faces in that band went on to be some Monty Python people I think um, very good band Canyons of Your Mind is another good one but can't play that right now we're going to visit the Duke when we come back we'll be on the final furlong I uh, just want to point out that um, the uh, Johnny Ramone uh, tribute is this Sunday uh, Hollywood Forever me and Fred are going to be there Starcrawler's going to be there. A few other people. I was going to try and get the director in here tomorrow. We're working on it. But we'll see what happens. See you in a minute. You've been listening to Jonesy's Jukebox and KLOS. That was Wooden Ships. Ships is spelt S-H-J-I-P-S. Don't ask me why, but in case you're going to look for it, that's how you spell it. That's the band. 
No, that's the name of the song. No, it's not. It's the name of the band. Jesus Christ. The song is called Black Smoke Rise. Then we have Black Sabbath Supernaut from their fourth album, Volume 4, reissued in 19... Released! Jesus Christ. Released in 1972. <laughs> what does that remind you of? I'll tell you after we get off the air. I know it's kind of annoying. Uh, the Tubes. Space Baby. Beautiful. Mondo Cosmo. Plastic Soul. And Morrissey from his new album of covers. That was uh, Jabriyev's song, Morning Starship. Beautiful. Tomorrow, I think uh, from uh, 12 to 1, we got um, uh, Seymour Stein, uh, the the guy who created uh, Sire Records. He's coming on. And uh, may have another guest for uh, 1 to 2, but don't know yet. Have a good rest of your day. I guess it's sunny out. I don't know. We don't have windows. But um, have a good one, and I will see you tomorrow. Bye.